Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer. Introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. part two of our two-part education panel. I am so excited that we're concluding our two-part conversation. And if you haven't listened to the first part, please go back and listen to part one as we've been talking to Amy Kay and Helen Panos. For more support for your children on social emotional learning and my Be Calm system and supporting children with special needs, including ADHD, Make sure to follow the hashtag CalmingTheADHDFamily on Facebook. You'll be linked to the summit where I, along with 30 other speakers, will join together through the ADHD Village, headed by Coach Laura Don. It will be airing for free. And so make sure to follow the links and search for Calming the ADHD Family to be a part of the free virtual summit. All right. We are in the midst of a great conversation with Amy Kay, a career coach and mom of two you know, twice exceptional children, and then founder and educational specialist, Helen Panos with Dynamis Learning Academy. And I'm yeah, really in, you know, enjoying the process of thinking through how we support our children, regardless of what their strengths are, what their challenges are, what diversity they're showing and how all children can succeed regardless. And it's really figuring out the the plan and the path for that child, the supports and the services, whether at school or outside of school, at home, that they need in order to build that that successful future. And so, you know, next, what is the best way to prepare our children for a future, especially in a changing world, right? And in a, a time when things are constantly shifting and changing all around us. We can start with Helen. Sure. So I would say, again, stay connected to your schools because things are always changing (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and know what is happening. You know, try to get involved if you can, some fashion. I know parents are busy these days, but the more you can actually be there, the more you learn. Uh, There are a lot of Facebook, private Facebook groups that started during COVID, I would say, around here at least, a lot of them by county. And there's still a lot of stuff being talked about in those private Facebook groups. So I learn a lot just listening to all the parents Mm -hmm. and teachers talking in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, and I know there's separate little mom groups that have formed as well, and they'll meet because they'll refer me business. So I know there's people that have, you you definitely need a support system as a parent. You shouldn't be doing this all alone. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm saying talk about, you know, not just your sports parents or sports moms, you know, get on and form a little group, like a mastermind, I'd call it almost as an entrepreneur, mm. I call it a mastermind, 
of moms that can support one another because I'll, I'll get referrals because there's two teachers on this group that constantly hear these parents talking about their children. They're like, you really need to get some help. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what a group can do for you is direct you to the right person, the right way, you know, where to go. I'd also say they need to have strong skills. The kids need to have strong skills. And here are the four major areas you need to have them in. Math, Mm -hmm. writing, reading, and test taking. And all of those are going to apply all the way through high school into your real life. And when you go and work for somebody, right? As an entrepreneur, I'm writing all the time. I'm writing blogs or or doing podcast notes or or something like that, just like you are Mm -hmm. probably, Kua. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that's never going to end. And I can't believe how many children hate to write. I've been called Mm -hmm. in and I'm working with some third graders right now. They just have this mental block against writing. And it's not like they can't do it. They've just talked themselves into the fact they can't do it. (laughs) So I'd say what they need is skills too. Of course, Mm -hmm. technology, because that's not going away. You're going to know. I mean, I just spoke to this third grader about you really need to learn the keyboard, honey. Let's do that in the Mm -hmm. next week before I see you again, because it's Mm going to make your life a whole lot easier. I remember when I now I'm aging myself, but when I was in high school, I was typing on a typewriter and I took three years of typing in high school. Do you know I was typing like close to a hundred words a minute on a typewriter? So that makes me do my work a lot more efficiently nowadays. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're bringing up yeah, so many of the important kind of foundational skills that school is really centered around, right? Your math, reading, writing. And then test taking is often the way, you know, for better or for worse, you know, that we kind of see what children kind of know or see what they can do or assess and determine, okay, this is, this is what they picked up and this is what they still need to work on. So that is, is huge. And I, I love how you're bridging it with, you know, life, right, in the future. And oftentimes it's, you know, some, some kids or some people can maybe get into their mind, okay, I only need to do this for this class right now. Well, you're, you're doing it this, so it lays a foundation for the next thing you have to do, right? That just builds it and has it grow and grow and grow. And I think where so. the problem lies, Akua, is that parents, and I think we all used to think this, it's kind of a myth that the schools are going to take care of it all for you. Everything. And yeah. there's just too many issues going on in school buildings if parents haven't figured this out yet. I mean, we've yeah. already talked about a lot of them <laughs> <This Right>. podcast. <laughs> So you got to figure a teacher of a classroom of 30 to 35 is not going to catch a lot of things or really technically be able to help your child. Now, if the teacher has a tutoring session, the child should attend it. Um, So I just wanted to bring that up because I think the old school thought is up. They are over there for eight hours. They'll deal with it. But it it takes the home life with the classroom teacher. (laughs) I'm sorry, even on weekends to keep them up to par because there are a lot of distractions out there. Number one being social media and technology, good or bad. (laughs) Right, right. Yes. And if you didn't know that before 2020, you know that now. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Amy, what would you add to that? Well, what I look like, what I look at at home, besides the core academics, which I think Helen is spot on about, is sort of what are the fundamental skills to be a, an adult in this world, right? Time management, creating and maintaining routines, 
I talk about ownership over your job. Your job is to go to school right now. Those are skills that create success wherever you end up in life. They're really just the fundamentals of sort of being an adult. And then I like to, again, I'm, I'm learning about my kids and observing them and help them to identify where they are strong and, and what they're good at, and what they love to do. So for example, my middle schooler, you know, he's on video games all the time, but when I watch him play, he, he like knows every artifact in the game, what it does, how you get it, when you use it. And that's strategic thinking for a 12-year-old as to how do we reinforce that, like, this is the strength of his, that he's currently applying to video games, but then in the future can apply to so many things in the business world. On the flip side, my uh, elementary school son is, uh, he loves all of the cardboard boxes that show up in our house because I love Amazon. Um, <laughs> And he cuts them down and uses masking tapes and he's making things out of them. And so he's got this real artistic side to him. Um, and we talk about how that's fundamentals for engineering mm -hmm. and also that, that he is an artist at heart. And so mm -hmm. um, helping them recognize and be confident in what they're good at and they love to do sort of builds that self-confidence and, and like self-awareness um, that will really serve them as they go forward in life wherever they end up. Yeah. Yes. It's an, an interesting combination, right. Of the academics, kind of the, the some of the cognitive thought skills, right. Of the, the, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic kind of things. But, you know, if a child can be brilliant at those things, but not be able to, you know, kind of get dressed and ready for the day. Right. Or, or, you know, get themselves, um, get their backpack put together to come home. You know, I have a family, you know, that uh, I work with and the parents say that, you know, the, ch the poor child, like, carries every everything that they've done in school in their hands and the backpack is separate over here and so and their arms and so this the child walks out of the classroom you know not recognizing that they have they can put everything inside the backpack right <laughs> or not being able to kind of problem solve you know some of those very kind of uh, in, for some intuitive you know kinds of life skills and so for others we have to make it much more structured, much more concrete, whether it's with checklists or with, you know, other systems that we set up in the home and make it visual because children learn and adapt in so many different ways. And so I love that you're really observing your children and that reminding us that we need to really look at what they're doing and help them see how it can be a, a skill that the world needs, right? Because as you know, world changers, we're raising world changers who need to make that connection too and, and often struggle. To, to, you know, make those pieces come together because they haven't seen, you know, so much of the world yet, right? And so much of what the future, you know, has to, to offer. And two skills I want to bring up that I see might be lacking, especially one in particular is creativity. Um, mm. Because I don't know that people realize how important that really is. And that goes along with critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely see a lack of creativity. So, that's something I think parents need to try to um, do something with at home because that's not going to probably be done in the classroom as much anymore. Um, I, I just over time being a gifted lead, I've seen creativity take a huge dive because mm -hmm. of all the, you know, pretty much sticking teachers to what they have to teach for a test. Let's put it that way. I remember mm -hmm. over time as a, a 25 year veteran of the classroom that you know, I used to do a lot more creativity in the classroom. There, there was no more time to do that anymore. They pretty much have removed it. 
So you, you have to cover the curriculum and you got to get it done. So right now it's more about technology than it is about drawing or thinking outside the box. Um, and there's a podcast that I interviewed somebody on my Dynamus page, my dynamuslearningacademy.com page that mm-hmm. people can go find where he's, he's actually written for psychology today. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's about critical thinking and creativity. Yeah. Yes. And I'm glad you bring that up because those are going to be the, the skills that computers are not going to be able to do. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, a fascinating thing to think about and some things yeah, that some of the podcasts I listen to bring and raise up that the skills, you know, that our children and, you know, growing up in this technological age, right, where so many things are, are being done and, you know, operationalized and computerized and coded and all of that with algorithms, there's so much um, that is going, jobs that our parents might have had that don't even exist anymore, right, because of mm-hmm. the role of technology. But what technology is not going to ever be able to imitate, right, is the, the human creativity. Yes, and some of the, you know, the nurturing right? Some of the empathy, right? Those human skills that you cannot put into a computer, right? And you cannot put into a program. And so in, you know, many um, of the, the, the skills and the jobs and the, you know, kind of careers that are evolving, right? For people will, will center around that very thing that you're, you're raising, which I think is so important. Yeah. And kind of leads us to our, you know, our last question around college, and, you know, college is often, you know, the end goal in many parents' minds for that K to 12 education process. And, and it can definitely open up, you know, some incredible doors. And it's, it, it can even become in some areas and some professions, it, it can be that mandatory first step. Like, you know, you, if you're going to do certain careers, you would just have to, you know, make it through college. And so then, you know, should this be a guiding light and a goal for every child? in our, you know, process with them? You know, I'm really inspired by Mike Rowe. And if you don't know who Mike Rowe is, um, he did a show on Discovery Channel called Dirty Jobs, where he would go spend a day or a week, (laughs) you know, on a fishing boat in Alaska or like climbing through sewers, like really hard jobs and really elevating what it takes to do those jobs, how important they are for our society. Uh, but that they aren't just, you know, dirty jobs in quotation marks, because it's not just grunt work, like there's specialized knowledge, there's a passion for the work, and they're often really well paid jobs, too. So, and they often don't require a four year degree. So I think my sort of continuing thread through this whole conversation has been know your child. If your child has a passion for things that, you know, I talked to so many parents, and they think the only three options are doctor, lawyer, engineer. And I need them to start thinking about, does that match with who your child is? Because if you try to put them in a box that they don't fit, they're not going to be happy and fulfilled in their career. So learning about your child and like what does light them up? And that's the coaching that I do to help them understand, you know, once you can see your child, what your child can own for themselves and you can see for your child what they're naturally good at, what's important to them, what they figured out that they love to do and how they're wired for the workplace, then it's every job that I can put in front of them, whether it just requires an apprenticeship or a trade 
college uh, level Agreed. education or a master's degree, like everyone that I put in front of them lights them up because it speaks to who they are as a person. So having that conversation with your child, um, what would really uh, light them up and make them feel fulfilled in their own career? Isn't that what we want for our children? Um, yeah. That said, you can find ways to weave in your passion outside of your day job. So Akua, I look at you and you're a nurse practitioner by day, which is a, a hands-on job, but it's a really a knowledge-based role. And then your pursuit of dance on the side is also a hands-on role, but it's much more artistic. And then the way that you bring the community together in your podcast, there are ways to build your life around the things that you love to do and that you're good at um, that don't just have to be your day job. If I put you behind a desk for eight hours a day, I think you would probably lose your mind mm. because you need to be, you know, in there doing it. And so recognizing that that's how you're wired has allowed you to discover a career that really inspires and fulfills you. So that's what I want to encourage parents to think about is uh, there's a whole wide world of careers out there. Some of them, sure, need a four-year degree, need a master's degree and so on. But so many of them you know, an associate or a an apprenticeship or a trade, going to a trade school will get them to a place where they are happy, fulfilled, and, and living the life that they want to be living. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Because, you know, I think it did make a huge difference. You know, once for myself, I looked at what are the things that get me excited? What are the things that I am, you know, naturally doing? What are the things that I want to contribute to those around me and rather than thinking in terms of boxes? And that totally, you know, shifted the way, you know, I personally pursued, you know, my career, my hobbies, and even now, you know, entrepreneurial opportunities as well. And so thank you, you know, for, for that. Yeah. Yes. And then Helen, what would you add to that? I agree wholeheartedly with what Amy just said. And the answer to the question about going to college and that being the guiding light, not necessarily. Again, yes, it depends. Every child is not college bound and they shouldn't go that route. My niece is not college bound. She's actually going to be taking her real estate classes and taking the exam soon. And she took her time with that. She is going to be a real estate agent. And believe me, my, my brother is too, her dad is, and he makes a whole lot more money than I ever did with four degrees. <laughs> so, and it's really not about money. Okay. So it is about, I think later on in life, we all realize that it's about happiness and being happy with what you choose to do a well-balanced life. Oh, you know, I just read, my friend just sent me, she's a professor at Georgia College, and she just sent me an article about a lady who was working for, I hate to say which company it was, but we'll say one of the top accounting firms, A-listing accounting firms. And I mean, the article's out there and she mentions the name and she was making over $180,000 a year. And she said, I finally realized that this is not how I want to continue to run my life is because if you make $180,000, but you have no time to enjoy that money, then what was the point? So she's moved, she moved to UK and then she's now moved to Lisbon, Portugal. And apparently a lot of people are moving to Portugal and that, and it's a much more balanced life. Way of it's life. not as expensive. And really, I think what COVID might've done for all of us is sit back and, you know, we've got the great resignation going on right now. I think it made people <laughs> sit back and realize 
Hey, what is important? Right. And I, it already yeah. came to me a long time ago. I love yeah. kids and I have the educational background, but I did not want to stay any longer in, in the education school arena. Um, mm. I'm still able to help them. And I feel like I, I said to myself, I can help them better in the right way that I know by starting my own tutoring business. So I mm. say there are other avenues for kids to look at and do, I mean, especially today with all these apps. And the lady actually started, uh, the lady that moved to Lisbon, she started an app for African-Americans, I think, so they can connect together. And she's she's mm. an entrepreneur. Yeah. She started an entre- you know, her own company. And so she's looking, you know, for kids to look for other avenues. What really fires you up? It makes you happy. And mm. um, and do maybe parents should do an interest survey and talk with a college planning person before you decide, let me put all this money into an SAT and ACT prep. And really, that's not mm. where your child wants to go. They might want to go the military route. I, I had a parent talk to me from Tennessee that. And they decided that's really what he wants to do is go that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does have a mm-hmm. test he has to take as well. And mm-hmm. an SAT prep, ACT prep would help him in that way as well, because I looked that mm-hmm. up. But, you know, I'd start talking to your child nowadays. We just did a Facebook Live, Lori Genovish and my, I. She's of My Ideal College, and I can mm-hmm. connect anybody mm-hmm. with her. And yeah. she'll do a 30-minute free conversation. And, you know, I think she has a survey where you can look at what kids are interested in. I think uh, middle schools have been doing that. I know in Georgia, they were doing that. They were giving mm-hmm. a survey through mm-hmm. social studies classes. Once a year, mm-hmm. the state of Georgia was making them do this. And okay. that way they can see what, what are they really interested in? It's not what mom and dad want you to do. If you're not mm-hmm. going to be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, why go be a doctor and spend all this money and this mm-hmm. time and, and studying if you're not going to be really passionate about helping Impressive. others and their health. That would be yeah. awful after right. spending that much time and money. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like, yes, I want my doctor to be passionate and into the job that they're doing. Thank you very much. Especially exactly. these days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got to so, be passionate right now. So do teacher, yeah. teachers as well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The, the longevity will not be there if uh, if there isn't a fire, you know, no. and the skill connect and the, you yeah, figure the drive. There's always going to be something that's going to interrupt the flow now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So that, thank you, you know, for all the, the different perspectives, you know, on that. And I think making, yeah, helping children and I think the way that the world is open so that you can make your own way with entrepreneurship, you know, even young kids are starting businesses and finding incredible success from childhood, you know, uh, interests and hobbies and passions and, you know, you know, media, social media, all of those things, you know, can come into play and are creating that yeah, life paths that did not even exist when we were growing up. So I think that's one of the exciting things about where the world is going and what our children are going to have available to them if they're prepared, right? If they have some of the foundational life skills and if they have, you know, some of the important, right, you know, number sense and word sense and communication skills, right? And people skills that it takes to really do well in any path that a person, Mm -hmm. you know, chooses for themselves. So. Great. Very good. So then why don't each of you, you know, uh, say any final words or, you know, kind of how people can get a hold of you and connect with you to work with you further. So for me, I want to say thank you, Akua, for inviting us today. This has been a fantastic conversation. I love that we've had sort of the, the mentor side, the coach side, as well as the, the parent perspective. Um, so thank you, Helen, for, for doing this with me today. 
if folks want to reach out to me, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, E-M-Y-K-A-Y. I have a very easy name, so it's very easy <laughs> to find me. I offer free 30-minute coach uh, evaluation sessions. I explain to you what my coaching looks like. We discuss what your goals are, and then we can move forward on this methodology that I use to to help people discover for themselves who they truly are and where they can best uh, direct themselves in the workplace. That's why I love working with high school and early college students, because we can put them on the right path before they've started spending all of this money on a career that um, maybe doesn't light them up. But I also love talking to people like myself who found myself mid-career saying, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but it's not this. And uh, getting on the right path for the second half of your career. So feel free to reach out to me uh, by email. I'm at amykcareercoaching at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from anybody who reaches out. And please let me know you found me on Akua's podcast. Thank you, Amy. And Helen? Well, thank you very much for having us. And yes, I enjoyed having the parent perspective, the medical perspective and the education. I think this is a great combination because really, folks, that's what it takes is the medical, the home life and the classroom life all together. And um, if we didn't think that now, we should have we should definitely have seen that now in today's society. (laughs) Um, But I have. I help children and we do this virtually. So it's nationwide. If people are in California or in any other state, we help children. We match them up with, I listen to what the parent needs. I match them up, like you said in the introduction, with the right type of tutor. And I ask a lot of questions. I have a conversation with them on the phone and take the time to do that. It's very specialized to help your child meet their needs. And I also have online writing workshops that we're starting up here in early February. It's going to be virtual and it's going to be done with with a tutor. And we're also going to have breakouts where I'll join in and help break out keeping the one set of kids in one way. And then there'll be like what I've always said kids need for writing is an individualized parent or a teacher student conference. So that's mm-hmm. what we'll do with the breakouts. And it's three sessions. And uh, each one, there's one in February that starts up that Saturday, the first weekend. I think the dates are like that first Saturday of February the 5th. And again, March 5th, we're doing it and we'll do it one in the middle of June because actually a lot of my parents and kids do join in doing things in June. July is usually a little quieter. (laughs) I go on vacation (laughs) and then I have SAT, ACT prep courses and we do those virtually. Actually, my tutor's in New York. So, and he does an awesome job. He's had over 20 years experience and we have classes starting up for uh, SAT first weekend in February again. Then we have some more for ACT, and you can find all those on my Facebook page. I have a flyer. I did mention a couple times that I have a podcast, Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast, and I, I want to invite you to go to my website, www.dynamislearningacademy.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-I-S learningacademy.com. I have a podcast link up at the top. You can go in there and just skim all the titles and see what interests you the most. I have a variety of stuff. Also, just go to my website. You can hit the contact tab up there and reach out to me so we can have a conversation about something that's bothering you and has been bothering you because you've seen it and it's not going away. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a multitude of tutors, well over 12 that are working for me right now. And I keep Mm -hmm. adding on and on. on. So, yeah, yeah, even foreign language. 
foreign language too. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And I'll have all of your links, you know, in the show notes and on the page. So thank you, uh, Amy and Helen, for this, this very rich conversation. And I'm excited that, you know, moms will be able to reach out to eat, both of you for, you know, a variety of their children's learning needs. So great. Thank you all for listening as well. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your week. Be calm and keep changing the world one child at a time, one day at a time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. If you are watching this in real time, I'm excited to have those who are listening and engaged be able to participate in calming the ADHD family summit. ADHD Brain Hacks for Calm and Confident Connected Families. This is the second summit that I'm going to be a part of through Coach Lara, who brings together over 30 experts for a free online event geared towards supporting parents by helping them learn strategies, not only for their children with ADHD, but for the whole family. So it'll be airing March for free, 2022, and you'll want to Make sure that you connect through the website, www.calmingtheadhdchaos.com. And that's where you'll find information where you can register so that you'll be notified when the summit goes live and you'll be able to gain all of the expertise and get answers to questions and be a part of the family through her Facebook group at also the ADHD Village www.theadhdvillage.com and also on YouTube. So I'll look forward to being one of those presenters sharing my Be Calm system and exploring the ways that you can bring calm in the chaos of any family, including those navigating ADHD. I'll see you there. for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.